You found it. Your number one place for free English lessons on the internet. Learn American English with this guy. Don't forget to leave a five-star review if this podcast improves your English. And now, here's your host, this guy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody. We are live and there is work being done just a couple streets over, so you will probably hear that for a little bit. But my goodness, the first thing I need to do is thank Amina immensely for dropping that $50 super chat right before we went live. That is amazing. Thank you so much. I have a little something for you here. I mean, just, and this is not the first time Amina has done this. She has been so generous to me over the years just amazing thank you so much oh, thank you so much for the super chat and i'm so glad that she is able to join us a lot of times she is working and can't join us live but she always leaves the comment that she watches the lesson on replay sometimes she might be shopping too but amina thank you so much that is amazing So this lesson is designed to help you improve your English. And all of the terms we are going to talk about today will have something to do with sleep. Something that is so important to our lives. We spend about a third of our lives sleeping Doctors recommend eight hours a night. I will try not to be distracted by the trees getting crunched up just a few streets over. Yeah, it started with a chainsaw. And now I think they are grinding up the branches and the trees. Hopefully it won't last too long. But Audie the Thai is here. Hope Audie is doing well. And Thailand Harry's here. He's from Indonesia. Mahmoud's here. He's from Mauritania. Look at this. Daniel. Daniel, longtime channel member. He is in Brazil. Yeah, he's one of the first subscribers, I think, to the channel. And Arone is here from Italy. Freddie Wolf is here from France. Stas is here from Ukraine, but he is living in Denmark. And uh, I will be getting a postcard out to Stas very shortly. And of course, Amina, got to get a postcard out to you, right? I have a few postcards from some of my travels around Maine. So I would like to get and Danny. Danny also probably not in the chat, but I will be sending her a postcard this week. And Yelena from Ukraine. Hope everyone is doing well today. Let's get in to a bit of the lesson, shall we? I do have some photos that will hopefully help you 
with your English. And the first term I would like to talk about today is drowsy. Now, that doesn't mean asleep with your eyes closed. That means you are starting to get sleepy. Sleepy is the adjective we might use. So you are starting to get sleepy. If you take medication on the bottle, it might say, warning, may cause drowsiness. Drowsiness is the noun form of drowsy. Drowsy means you start to get sleepy. So if you are driving, if you are behind the wheel of a car, yeah, you, you probably shouldn't get behind there if you are starting to feel drowsy. I hope during this English lesson, you never feel drowsy. Outside here, it's probably going to be hard for me to get drowsy because guess what? It is cold. Probably not as cold as where Amina is. She usually lives or where she lives is usually colder than where I live. She's also a gold member. So we talk quite a bit in the Discord. If you would like to become a member, there's a, a link up there. How about this? Hey, Siri, what's the current temperature in Celsius? It's currently eight degrees. Eight degrees. Is that cold for you? It's hard to get drowsy when it's super cold out. So I don't think I have a problem with falling asleep today during this English lesson. How about this next one? And this is a phrasal verb. And this is to doze off. To doze off. And it is a phrasal verb that we use when you fall asleep for just a little bit. It's not a full night's sleep. You might doze off in the afternoon at work. Your boss probably wouldn't like that too much unless you are your own boss. Doze off is a phrasal verb to use when you fall asleep for a short period of time. Yeah, this person in the photo probably didn't plan on falling asleep. It just happened. It looks like this person fell asleep at their desk and dozed off for a short period of time. Here's an example sentence for you. My wife dozed off during the movie. I wonder, does this happen to many people? You start watching a movie and you might doze off for a little bit, especially if you have been working all day. I got one more sentence for you for drowsy. If we go back to drowsy for a second, I usually get drowsy every afternoon when I finish my work day. All right, my neighbor across the street, I'm not going to make eye contact, but um, he's a 90 year old man. I don't think he knows the internet exists. And uh, he's, he's putting away, uh, I think he's putting, oh, he's walking away. Okay. He's putting some mail into his mailbox. If he came over to talk to me, I would, I would have to pause the English lesson for a little bit. And that's not easy to do since we are live. Doze off. You never know 
what's going to happen during a live English lesson. He, he, he went back in his house. It's cold. Nobody wants to be out here for very long. The next one, count sheep. Have you ever heard this term in English? And I'm not sure if it's just American parents, but parents in the United States tell their kids to count sheep to help them fall asleep. So if a child is having trouble going to sleep or going to bed, sometimes we say, hey, I'm tired. I need to go to bed. Same as sleep. I need to go to sleep. So if a child is having trouble going to bed, they might ask their parents, I, do you have anything to help me? I can't go to sleep. And the parent might say, oh, you should count sheep. So if you see that picture, sheep, oh, it's starting to get windy. Sheep, you might see those at a farm. And uh, I guess it never worked for me, but I guess the idea is that you lay in bed and you just count one, two, three, and maybe that will put you to sleep. I don't know. Let me see here. Looking through the chat. Mega's here. How are you? Hope you're doing well over there in India. Maria from Argentina. Hope you're doing well. Just checking the chat to make sure there are no questions. Okay, so Freddie is saying, saying the same thing. In France, you might count sheep to fall asleep, but come on, never works, right? It never works. Why sheep, Stas is wondering in Denmark? I don't know. I'm not sure. But in some cartoons I used to watch when I was a kid, there would be sheep jumping over a fence to fall asleep. I don't know. Gope, hope you're doing well. Ah, India is also in the house. Good to hear it. All right, Mahmood says doze off means to sleep for a short period of time. That is correct, my friend. That is correct. No. Arone. You did not sleep, did you? In class? Stas, what what is up with sheep? Sheep. Does that really help anybody fall asleep? You know what I do sometimes when I need to fall asleep? And remember, I am an English teacher. I am not a doctor. Please do not follow this advice. But in English, we have this stuff called melatonin. Melatonin. It may sound alike in your language, melatonin. But sometimes when I can't sleep, I will take a little gummy pill. It's gummy of melatonin. Knocks me right out. So if you fall asleep really quickly, you can say it knocked you out. For instance, sometimes when I'm not feeling well, I will take cold medicine that is designed to make you fall asleep. And usually, we call it NyQuil here in English in the United States. And that NyQuil usually knocks me out. They used to call it the 
sneezing, snoring, stuffy head, how do I fall asleep medicine or help me fall asleep medicine. And and it, it worked. It worked. I think they've had to change the recipe on that, but we won't go into that. Yulia, I hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing well. Hey, Natalia's here too from Chile. Welcome. The next one, if I can find it, it's right here. Nightmare. This can be pretty bad. A nightmare. Now, before my family goes to bed for the night, we will usually say something like, hey, sweet dreams, sweet dreams. And that's just something you say to someone before they go to sleep, hoping that all of the dreams they have are good. Nightmares are the opposite. Nightmares. So you probably know dreams in English. That is when you are sleeping and it's like a movie plays inside your head. Well, hopefully you have good dreams. Those are all happy things. But nightmares are the opposite. They are bad dreams. In fact, I have a couple new words for you. Maybe. Night terrors. Now, those are the worst. I don't want to get into those, but it's probably really, really bad. When you fall asleep and you are so scared that you are shaking, that might be a night terror. So night terrors are even worse than nightmares and nightmares are even worse than bad dreams. So let's take that child again. Maybe they wake up in the middle of the night and they go into their parents' room and they say, mommy, daddy, I just had a bad dream. Well, that's bad. That's not good. Hopefully they're not crying, shaking. That could be a nightmare. Hopefully they are just not in bed, unable to move, screaming out in fear. That might be a night terror. To be honest, I don't think I have ever experienced a night terror, but lots of people do. Night terrors, worse than nightmares. Nightmares are worse than bad dreams. Let's check the chat. Hey, a little bit of wind coming up now, shaking the camera. But um, Gopi says he likes the American accent. Good. I'm glad you do. You found the right. Okay. So Yelena says, my son had night terrors before he was five. A crazy time. Now, I also have a son and I have a daughter. And, you know, when we're new parents, we like to read a lot about trying to do the best things for our children. And I did read one time that boys are more likely to have night terrors when they are young than girls. So that does make sense. Oh, Manuel, I'm jealous. He says, I start to count the number in English when I fall asleep. You, so you are asleep by six? That must be nice. You must be out like a light. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We'll talk about that one soon. Out like a light. Oh, no. Harry says, I always get nightmares when I have a fever. Not comfortable at all. My goodness. This wind, I didn't think it was going to be this windy out here. Hopefully the microphone is doing its job. No, I can hear it on the microphone. That's why I wear these earphones. I think it sounds okay, though. Artem is here. He's also from Ukraine. Living in France now, I believe, right? Yeah, Manuel says, don't watch a lot of TV before bed, right? Children watching the bad movies. Yeah, I remember one time when I was younger, I wanted to watch a movie called Poltergeist. And I was in kindergarten, which means I was about five or six years old. And we had cable TV. And my mom said, no, you're going to have nightmares. I said, no, mom, I'm a big boy. I can handle it. So she let me watch that movie. I had nightmares for the next week. Poltergeist. There was one part. I believe they're in the basement. Yeah, let's not talk about basements because my that's why I'm out here now. My basement is in shambles. But they were in the basement and skeletons started attacking them. That was it. I shut the movie off and had nightmares for a week. Not fun. Danny's here. Danny, I mentioned you earlier. Your postcard will be going out today. Phew. Jamie is watching. My wife, she's somewhere in the house, a little warmer than I am. And she says she can't hear the wind. That's good. All right. Making sure I'm not missing anything. Looks like we're good. All right. The next one talked about nightmares. The next one here, toss and turn. So this is something you can say when you didn't sleep well the night before. One of the first questions Jamie and I ask each other when we see each other in the morning is, how did you sleep? Did you hear how quickly I said that? How did you sleep? Try that. Bounce that D. How'd you sleep? I'm not even, how did you sleep? How'd you sleep? Can you do that? Practice that right now at home if you are alone. How'd you sleep? How'd you sleep? That is uh, one thing we will often say to each other. And hopefully we say, oh, slept great. I slept really well. But if you don't sleep well, you can say, ah, I tossed and turned all night. So if you are not listening on the podcast, you can see the picture there. And it looks like that person is tossing and turning all night long. 
They can't get comfortable. They are moving around a lot in their sleep. And that is not fun for anyone. If you didn't sleep well, you can say that you tossed and turned all night. So I hope everyone in the chat, watching on replay, listening to the podcast, I hope last night you didn't toss and turn at all. But how about this? What if you sleep really well? You could say, oh, slept like a baby. I slept like a baby. If you sleep really well, you can say that you slept like a baby. And that is the past tense of sleep. Slept. Not sleeped. I sleeped good. That, that's, that's bad English. The, the native speaker would probably know what you meant. But it's not correct. You should say, I slept well. A lot of native speakers will say, I slept pretty good. And that's fine. That's fine. It's not correct, but it's fine. They will know what you mean. I slept like a baby. But anyone who has been a parent with small children and babies know that babies don't sleep well at all. They sleep for a little while and then they wake up all night long which means the parents don't get to sleep very well with babies. But in English, for some reason, if you want to say that you slept really well, you can say, oh, I slept like a baby. I'm hoping that you slept really well last night. All right, Gopi is wondering, what's a night owl? A night owl is not something that I am. A night owl is a person who prefers to stay up at night. My neighbor just came home. Uh, they prefer to stay up at night. They get their best work done at night. Early bird, that's the opposite. I tend to be an early bird. I like to wake up early in the morning. Just checking. Oh, it's so, so bad, right, Natalia? When someone just keeps tossing and turning, what's, yeah, they probably wake up everyone else. Exactly. Sometimes I don't sleep well because Jamie didn't sleep well. And the opposite is true. Vice versa. Sometimes when I am tossing and turning, that means Jamie doesn't get a good night's sleep. I'm Ron. How are you? Amina is saying hello to Angelo. That must mean Angelo is in the chat. I hope Angelo is doing well. Yeah, I let's talk really quickly about this since Stas mentioned it. CBD. In English, that is a chemical that is sometimes found in marijuana or weed, we might say, in the United States, young people. But that is not the, the part that gets you high. 
CBD is found in weed. And remember, I am not a doctor, but some people take CBD to help with sleep, to help with pain. I have never done it, but it is totally legal in the state that I live in. What's the other one? Is it TH? I think it's called THC, the other part in marijuana. And that that is the part that gets you high. Right. Just checking. Question. My mood. Trying my best. Trying my best. I might not answer all of them, but I will try to get to a lot of them. All right, let's do it. The next one. Catch up on sleep. This might happen to you. If you don't sleep well for a few nights in a row, you might have to try to catch up on sleep. Catch up on sleep. Let's say this. Wednesday night, you don't sleep well. Thursday night, you toss and turn. Friday night, you still don't sleep well. Maybe you are supposed to go out with a friend and you tell that friend, you know what? I'm sorry. I can't go out tonight. I need to catch up on my sleep. And when you catch up on your sleep, that means you sleep extra long to try to feel better, to try to feel well rested. If someone has a lot of good night sleeping, you can say, oh, I'm well rested. When you wake up in the morning and somebody asks, how do you feel? Ooh, I'm well rested. I feel good. I slept well. Well, if you don't sleep well, you might need to catch up on sleep, meaning you sleep extra long to make up for the sleep you lost. I've heard that that it doesn't work, but if you sleep badly for a few nights in a row, you might catch up on sleep or get more sleep than normal. Hope that helps. Catch up on sleep. Moose is here. How are you? Yeah, sleeping is necessary for everyone. Everyone has to have enough sleep. For me, I like eight hours, maybe seven hours, six hours. I'm probably feeling a little groggy in the morning. Groggy. It's it's a lot like drowsy. If you don't get enough sleep and your mind isn't sharp, you can say, oof, feel a little groggy. Sometimes when you take medicine, you can feel groggy or you can feel drowsy. Both of those words are, we might, we might talk about sleep in that might be, that might be coming up soon. Manual. Jamie is answering. I think Mahmoud's question. Look at this, Angelo, Angelo, six hours. He can't sleep more than that. And if I look at your profile picture, it looks like you are well rested. It looks like you have a lot of energy. 
Look at that. Amram. Sleeping enough. Laughing enough. Part of the best medicine. Yeah. I once heard you should try to laugh every day. You should try to cry every day. That's a good day. My mood topic is great. Thank you. We spend so much of our time sleeping. Molly, Molly, hope you are doing well. What's Aroni? He is smiling. Is he laughing at his own joke again? Did he make a joke and now he's laughing because he thinks it's funny? I bet he is. I bet he is. And I would like to just, Amina, I saw her in the chat and I do want to thank her again. The beginning of the chat, she left a very generous super chat. I hope I'm teaching well enough here. It's awesome. Thank you so much. The next one. Oh boy. Snore. I am going to make the noise of snoring. You all know it, right? You may have people in your life that like to snore. Well, they, they don't like to snore. They just snore. They can't help it. They're sleeping. I have allergies. I do have new medication for allergies. Hopefully it will help me breathe a little better. But I've been known to snore a little bit at night. Just a little bit. Right, Jamie? Just not a lot. Just a little bit. Snore. Yeah. When the live stream started, you might have heard a chainsaw. I do know some people that sound like a chainsaw when they sleep. They are really loud snorers. I don't think I am that bad. But, and if you are snoring really bad, you might want to see a doctor. That might not be good. Let's talk about this. Light sleepers. Light sleepers. Light sleepers can't sleep if someone is snoring next to them. So you can see that. That might be a husband and a wife. That man, he looks like he could snore pretty well. And of course, the woman next to him, maybe his wife, she is not having it. She could be a light sleeper. Light sleepers hear every noise during the night. We also have something called a heavy sleeper. Heavy sleepers could sleep right next to the highway, loud cars going by, and they never wake up. That would be a heavy sleeper. Light sleepers, they probably don't sleep as well and they probably hear every noise. So my question to you in the chat, are you a heavy sleeper or are you a light sleeper? Remember, if you are a heavy sleeper, you do not hear a lot of sounds at night. You could sleep through the fire alarm. I hope this doesn't happen to you. But if your house or your apartment is on fire, there could be an alarm 
that makes a noise. Heavy sleepers would sleep through that. We'll talk about sleep through in a minute. But they would not wake up. Light sleepers, they hear the, fo- the, the floor creaks. What else might they hear? They might hear the wind, just a little breeze. Light sleepers would wake up. Heavy sleepers would not wake up. So my question to you, are you a heavy sleeper or are you a light sleeper? Please let me know in the chat while you are answering that. I am going to take a sip of water. If this lesson is helping your English improve, don't forget to tap that like button and share it with a friend who's learning English. All right. If this is helping you in any way, please hit that like button. You know, maybe share it with a friend who's learning English. Let's see. Do we have any heavy sleepers in the chat? Mega says she's a light sleeper and she lives in India. And I know there are parts of India that are very busy. Mahmood, I do. I do snore or so I am told. I have never heard myself snore, so Jamie might be lying to me, but she tells me I snore. Looks like Williams is here from Brazil. Hope you're doing well. No, Will, no, Williams is from Argentina. I was just talking to Williams earlier today. Angelo, heavy sleeper. So you get that quick six hours of sleep. And then you are good to go. If you are good to go, just start your day. Probably have a healthy breakfast. All right, Amran. So sleeping is one of the things that activates the brain. When you have enough hours, your brain and body run well. You feel energetic all day. Sleep is so important, right? Yulia, I'm jealous. Heavy sleeper. Williams is a light sleeper. (laughs) All right. Hilton from Romania says heavy sleeper member club. Definitely. I'm so jealous. I think I am a light sleeper. Ooh, Jose wears earplugs. So those little things that go into your ears so you can't hear things. That's awesome. Yeah, Mahmood, I'm pretty sure that if you are a person who snores, Jamie won't put up with that. Yeah, I mean, if it was really bad, she probably would would kick me out of bed. She'd probably say, you go on the couch. But I don't think it's, it's too bad. I don't think it's too bad. Whoa, Mahmood, what's the difference between nap, sleep, doze off? Great question. Great question. So a nap is when you plan on falling asleep for a short period of time. Many of you probably know the channel Bob the Canadian. I think many of you have seen his channel and then follow me here because he mentions me a lot. Um, So Bob the Canadian, after his live streams, He often says, I am going to take a nap. So you plan on sleeping for a short period of time. So you are sleeping. You are sleeping. 
But to doze off means you probably didn't plan on it. Maybe you are in class and it's really boring and you're already tired. You just doze off. Not off. I didn't mention that, but not off is the same as, as doze off. Not off. It's when you fall asleep for a short period of time, but you didn't plan on doing it. Yeah, you might just nod off for a few minutes. A few years ago, I worked with a teacher. He was older. He has now retired. But during our meetings in the afternoon, we would sometimes hear him snoring because he dozed off for a minute. He could sleep sitting in a chair. I was jealous. Oh, Hilton, you're from Brazil? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, is that Kobe Bryant in your profile picture? All right, Stas has to go. Thanks for joining us for a little bit. All right, Adi, I have two times for sleeping. One before midnight till 5 a.m. and one hour at noon before fighting with my little students. Adi the Thai is also a gold member. If you would like to become a gold member, there's a link to join us. And I have seen his students. They're cute little guys. Two of them, I believe. Um, yeah, some people believe in that. We had a president, Thomas Jefferson, and he was known for taking naps in the middle of the day and then sleeping for a shorter period of time at night. So you're in good company. Ooh, Mahmood, good one. What if you wake up on the wrong side of the bed? That is an idiom, meaning somebody is in a bad mood. They are a little grumpy. Yeah, you might not want to be around a person who woke up on the wrong side of the bed. What's wrong with you? Did you wake up on the wrong side of the bed or something? Hmm. If somebody is grumpy, you can say that to them. What's, what's wrong with you? Did you wake up on the wrong side of the bed or something? All right. Is taking a rest like dozing off? Um, let's see, taking a rest, I think most of the time you're not sleeping. Yeah, you might just stop for a few minutes. If you're doing some gardening, you might say, "Oh, I'm going to I'm just going to rest for a minute." This you you just stop working. No, doze off means you're sleeping. People aren't talking to you. You're just you're out. Out like a light. Do we say did we do that one yet? Uh if not, we will. What if somebody says to you, "Sleep on it." Sleep on it. It has very little to do with sleeping. If someone says, hey, sleep on it, that means think about it. Think about it. Oh, afternoon sleep in India too. Very nice. So if someone asks you, hey, sleep on it, that means you don't have to answer now. You can think about it a little bit. Maybe think it over. Think it overnight and then tell me your answer in the morning. 
If you need to think about something, you can say that you're going to sleep on it. Maybe your boss has an important decision that he wants you to give your opinion on. He might say, she might say, you know what? Sleep on it. Let me know tomorrow. Think it over. I don't, I don't need your answer now. Why don't you sleep on it and tell me your answer tomorrow? Sleep on it. Native English speakers will say that all the time. Big decisions. Don't need an answer right away. Uh, Williams, does it exist in English? The saying, wake up with the left foot. No, no. The only thing I can think of in English with left feet is you might hear, oh, he has two left feet. And that means that he can't dance. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, but not not left foot. No, that would not be something we would say in English. Oh, Freddie says Churchill. Churchill does the same as Jefferson. Interesting. Oh, he puts a spoon in his hand. Wow. And when it falls to the floor, he wakes up. All right. All right. Let's see, Natalia. Hey, Brent, can you correct me? Something, something should probably be badly written. What's the expression that goes like? Um, I don't know. Is that 40 winks? Yeah, I, that, I have heard that that might be British, but we do not use that. I've heard something about 40 winks. Okay. Let me, let me open my eyes really wide. A wink is like that. You close your eye for a really short period of time. Let me do it again. My my eyes aren't that wide. So that's a wink when you just close one eye. Um, You could say, I didn't sleep a wink last night means you did not sleep. Well, I didn't sleep a wink, but 40 winks is a term, but I think it's British. Yeah. I don't think many Americans would know what that means. I definitely don't. Mode is here. Hope you're doing well. Yeah. Mode has said a few times, how much he hates phrasal verbs. And I understand they are not fun. I use this example all the time. You learn the English word blow. I know that blow. I'm good. Every time in English, I see the word blow. I know it. But then someone talks about, oh, just wait until it blows over. What? What do you mean? Blows over. Was there a storm? No, no. Yeah. Did I do an English deep dive on blow yet? If not, I should. That's tough. Do I know Mark from Mad English TV? No, I don't know him, but I have heard of Mad English TV. Canadian guy, right? I think I subscribed. He does some crazy stuff, but I don't, I don't know him really well. I don't know him. I don't know his channel very well. He does not know me. I know that. All right. The next one. 
where is it? Oh, sleep in. I think we mentioned this already. Sleep in. On the weekends, a lot of people like to sleep in. And if you live in the United States or Brazil or Argentina or Chile, if you sleep in too much, you might miss the English lesson I do because I do it in the morning for North and South America. If you sleep in, that means you wake up later than normal. So I might say to Jamie, my wife, hey, do you just want to sleep in tomorrow morning? And that means we stay in bed longer. If we usually wake up at 5 a.m., which we do, we might sleep in until 7 a.m. But sleeping in. Oh, we sleep through. We'll talk about sleep through in a minute. I guess I don't have a sentence for sleep in, but I hope that works. Sleep in, it means you sleep later than you usually do. So if you don't have to work in the morning, you might sleep in. Staying in bed just a little bit longer than usual. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, Elena. So maybe Elena is a night owl because she said she always sleeps in. Must be nice. Must be nice. All right. The next one. Whoa. Oh, Audie. Audie works out a lot. Sleeps in. I did not know that. Sleep in on a Monday. And the next one, sleep through. Sleep through. This could be dangerous. This could be dangerous. This could cause you to get fired. So if you see that person in the picture, it looks like they have maybe a cup of coffee on their nightstand and a phone. Now he might be using that phone as an alarm. I know I do. I set my alarm. Hey Siri, wake me up at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. I turned on your 5 a.m. alarm. Perfect. I will be up tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. Well, if this man sleeps through his alarm, that means the alarm is going off, but he didn't wake up. Or maybe this happens sometimes in the United States because we use a.m. and p.m. Maybe his alarm was set for 5 p.m., it's not going to go off until the afternoon. So if you sleep through your alarm, you never wake up in the morning or you sleep too late. You might be late for work. I hope, I hope you don't sleep through English class. Hmm? I hope you don't sleep through your English class. That would be awful. Is anybody sleeping right now? 
answer me yes in the chat if you are sleeping right now. Hey, wake up. Wake up. You need to learn English. Wake up. You could sleep through your alarm. You know what? I can imagine mode probably answering yes. Is anybody sleeping in the chat right now? Mode. Yes. Yes, I am. Ah, Mo hey, Mode. Look at this. He's uh, he's actually being good in the chat. He said, the only one I can think of is to get off on the wrong foot. Right. If you, this has nothing to do with sleep, but if you hear this expression in English to get off on the wrong foot, it means right when you meet somebody, things don't go well. Maybe you say the wrong thing. They say the wrong thing. Maybe you get a funny feeling from that person. And so a couple days later, you might say, hey, I'm sorry. Maybe we got off on the wrong foot, but I hope uh, we can get along okay. Yeah. Hope that helps. 22. What does that mean? 22. I must have missed something in the chat. Oh, Mon, you're asleep now? I feel asleep now. You fell asleep now. Okay. You're, shh, maybe we should be quiet. Seems like Mon is sleeping. I'll try to. Oh, yes. Hey, yeah, hit, hit the thumbs up when you wake up. Please, please, Mon. Freddy's not sleeping. Good. I think that's what he meant. Jose, I'm still in bed. Oh, that's good. That's awesome. That might be the best way to watch English in bed. Maybe a lot of times I will close my eyes in bed and listen to a podcast. Maybe somebody is listening to this podcast while they sleep. Got it. I like what you did there, Mode. Got to catch some Z's. And that's another way to say I need to go to sleep. I got to catch some Z's. There's a little emoji that has Z's on it. And in English, that means sleeping. Or maybe you're bored sleeping. I hope um, nobody, nobody puts the Z's emoji in the chat right now because they are bored. Oh, Amina has to go. I mean, before you go, thank you so much for that super chat. That was amazing. All right. So Maria is not sleeping. She's cleaning. That's awesome. It's awesome. Rafid, I don't know if you're talking to me. Somebody just walked out the door, but um, I am going to pretend that I am your favorite person. So Rafid, maybe that's me. Maybe not but I'm going to pretend I am someone's favorite person. Jamie's going on a walk now. It's cold. Hopefully I'm Jamie's favorite person. I don't know though. Maybe, maybe not. We'll have to ask her when she comes back in the chat. The next one out like a light. I think I mentioned this one already, but if you can fall asleep really quickly, or if you sleep really well, you say, oh, I was out like a light all night. It means you slept really well. If you fall asleep quickly 
or get into a deep sleep, you can say, I was out like a light, out like a light. Looks like this person in the picture is out like a light. Mm-hmm. Must be nice. I slept really well last night, though. I have been sick off and on all week with allergies. And um, I had a few nights where I didn't sleep so well. In fact, I stayed home from work on Tuesday because I just was not feeling well. But I got a good night's sleep last night. I got a good night's sleep last night. Did you hear how quickly that gotta, gotta? I got a good sleep last night. I feel refreshed. If you feel refreshed, it means you feel really good because you slept really well. Well, I like it. Reza, you the best. Brent, come on. Come on. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. That is super nice of you. Amina is going shopping. So she's not going to sleep. She is going shopping. Angelo. Thank you so much for the super chat. Angelo has done this before. He is also very generous. Thank you. He has probably been a channel member since the beginning. I think over two years ago, I think June, 2020, probably when I first had channel memberships. So thank you so much got a little something for you. Where is it? Let me find it. It's right here. Thank oh, you. thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah. Thanks so much. And, uh, Angelo is originally from the Philippines. And I've told Angelo that I do have one student whose grandmother is from the Philippines, but guess what? This week I learned another student has a grandmother from the Philippines. The Philippines are well represented in the United States. Angelo, thank you so much. June 2020, long time ago. Angelo, thank you so much for all of your support over the years. Thank you. All right, the next one here, pillowcase. I thought most people would know pillow in English, but you might not know what a pillowcase is. So in the picture, you can see, yes, there is a pillow. But the pillowcase is what's covering the pillow. The piece of fabric. In English, we call that the pillowcase. It's hard to wash pillows. It's much easier to wash the pillowcase. Stas is back. We've been here so long. Stas has come back. Welcome back, Stas. So yeah, a pillowcase. Take off the pillowcase, wash your pillowcase, put it back on the pillow. And I do have a sentence for you. The pillowcase is the covering on your pillow. Pretty easy one, right? But I thought most English learners in here are probably intermediate or advanced. Maybe you didn't know pillowcase. What about mattress? Do you know mattress? A mattress is pretty much the soft thing you sleep on 
at night, the mattress. And this could be important if you ever come to the United States and stay in a hotel because there are different sizes of the beds. And so you might hear a hotel room has one king bed or the hotel room has two queen beds, or maybe they have two double beds. So let's talk about the size of a mattress, which ones are the smallest in English and which ones are the largest. Have a little something for you again, Angelo. Thank you so much for the super chat. There are five common sizes for mattresses. Twin is the smallest. Double is the next biggest. Queen, king. And the biggest of all, excuse me, is a California king. That is quite rare. I have never seen a California king in a hotel room. The largest bed you will probably see in a hotel room is a king, king size bed or a king size mattress. But sometimes you will see a queen or usually two queens. And if the room is a little cheaper, you might see two double beds. Yeah. When Jamie and I go to a hotel with our kids, we really like to find two queen beds just because they are a little bigger. Sometimes we can only find two double beds and that means we're going to be sleeping a lot closer together. Can't toss and turn as much without accidentally hitting the other person. Oh, Hilton. Definitely out like a light. You re Oh, so you remember your dreams. Hmm. I don't remember my dreams all that often. I definitely don't like remembering the nightmares. Is that for me, Boomer? It's probably for me. I didn't see what I didn't see what Arone said. Probably calling me a boomer. The next one. Bed post. I'll make this bigger here. But yeah, just in case you don't know what that thing is called in English, it's the bed post. So it's usually close. Here's another one. It's usually close to the headboard. The headboard is the back piece of the bed. It usually lines up right against the wall. Now that bed in the picture, sorry, if you're listening on the podcast, they don't have bed posts. That bed does not have a bed post. It only has a headboard. But that is a bedpost right there. Hard to describe in English. Sorry. Probably best with a picture. And uh, if you're listening on the podcast, you can't see that. But it's like, it's a pole. It's a pole on the bed. Might be at the head of the bed. Or it might be at the foot of the bed. The foot of the bed is like the bottom of the bed where you put your feet and the head or the headboard is usually where people sleep and they put their heads on that side. The, the foot of the bed, 
Some people like to leave their slippers at the foot of the bed. I don't wear slippers at night, though. I'm wondering, does anyone wear slippers at night when it's cold? What is this? Is Devon common in the United States? Harry, no, I don't know what that is. The only thing I can think of that kind of looks like that word in English and has something to do with sleeping is a duvet. And a duvet is a very formal word for a fancy blanket that might go on a bed. But I don't know that word, Devon. Yeah, sleeping is healthy. Absolutely. If you can get eight hours of sleep, a lot of doctors say that is the best. Oh, yeah. Hey, mode. Yeah, you might fluff up your pillows. So you take your pillows and just make them a little fluffier, make them a little bigger. Plump up. That might work. It's probably not as common to plump up the pillows, but fluff, fluff up the pillows. Dust off. Nah, I don't. How about brush off? You might brush off the bed. Phrasal verb, right? But if if you know it, it's good now. So now mode, you know it. So you might want to dust off the bed if there's a little dust on it. Or you could uh, fluff up your pillows right before you go to bed. You know what I love doing? I love in the middle of the night turning my pillows over so my head feels the cool side of the pillow. I like doing that. Waking up at night, flipping over my pillow, and then it's all cool against my head. Oh, yes, Mega. I Filming English lessons always makes me feel better. There have been a couple times where I've been very sick, but I turned it into an English lesson. Do you remember when I had uh, C-19 and I went out? All right, just checking through the chat. Oh, you can buy pillows designed specifically to alleviate back problems. Ooh, big words there. Alleviate, it means like to take pain away or to take something away. It's getting windy. Yeah. So you might take some headache medicine to alleviate your headache. It means makes it go away. All right, I have a picture of Devon. Yeah, no, Harry, um, I think you were, if you have access to the Discord server, just put it in the Discord server and I will answer you there. How about that? That's the good thing about being a channel member, silver or gold. You can ask your questions anytime, really. Oh, Natalia, is this a personal question from me? Um, hey, guys could be anyone in the chat do you sleep in bed with your pets like hank or a cat yeah let us know in the chat do you sleep with your pets when i went to the doctors this week for because i was sick and for my allergies the doctor said now 
you don't let your dogs or cats sleep with you, right? And I said, no. So if you have allergies to dogs or cats and they sleep with you, my doctor said, that's not good. It makes sense. So no, Hank does not sleep with us. No. When we were younger, we had another dog. What was his name? Vito. We had another dog. His name was Vito, and he did sleep with us. Really? In Russian, we call the sofa divan. Okay, so if it is a type of sofa, no. You will hear couch or sofa in the United States, probably couch more often. I think I mentioned it earlier. If I was snoring too loudly, Jamie might say, hey, Brent, go on the couch. She's never told me that. What's an orthopedic bed? So if you ever hear that word orthopedic, it's supposed to do good things for your body, for your back. So it sounds like an orthopedic bed would help you if you have back problems, which is, I can't find the comment. We just had a comment about that though. Radu. Do you have storage space underneath your bed? I do actually. Yeah. So on our bed, we have drawers and you can put, saw a reflection behind me. Um, you can put clothing in the drawers underneath our bed. Good question. Sounds like it, Freddie. A div I'm not even sure if I'm saying that correctly. A divan is like a couch, I guess, but I, I have never heard it. All right. I think that is going to do it. Okay, good. Send it, please. I will answer it. Mullet guy 101. What's going on? Yo, a mullet is when you have short hair on the top. You know, you can see I don't have a lot of hair, but you have long hair in the back. Mullet guy, welcome. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do mullet guy. All right, I am going to have to wrap it up now. Radu, I do not have any back problems. Not yet, but I fear that when I get older, I will have back problems. You guys are amazing. I hope this lesson, garage door is opening. That is my cue. I think my daughter's leaving. Um, it's my cue to go. Hey, Amina. If you're watching this on replay, thank you so much for the super chat. Angelo, thank you so much for the super chat. The car is leaving. My daughter's leaving. Thank you so much for joining us here. Me here. It's just me. Thank you so much. Hope you learned a little English. I think I got to go. Got to go. My mood. I did. I answered some questions, didn't I? Hey, mode you know english well i didn't want to introduce that but a mullet business in the front party in the back yes we say that in english hey casey you were here good to see you all right adios william said it for me adios amigos see you next week adios